ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, money grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. It don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Money! Show me the money! Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What up, what up? What is going down, everybody? I got a special guest on. Big homie, San Diego rap legend, Mitchie Slick. What up, homie? What's up, big dog? Happy to have you on, man. Thanks for taking some time out while you're uh, while you're chilling in the airport waiting on that next flight. Oh, uh, yeah, man, you know. Anything for my Dago fellas, you know what I'm saying? It's all love, homie. Good looking, man. Good looking. And uh, I I don't have a lot of San Diego followers on my channel. It's a lot of fantasy football, um, you know, followers who are messing with me. But I'm going to do my best to put San Diego on the map, you know, where I can. And, I mean, there's nobody I'd rather start this Hustler interview series with than you because, I mean, you're one of the OG Hustlers in the gang and, and in the game and literally been – I mean – Everything was built off the hustle, and that's what I want to talk about today. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, being from San Diego, it ain't a lot of opportunities. It's just throwing at you. So, you know, it's got to be about some hustle. It's all from the mud here, bro, you know? Hell, yeah. And Corey up in the building. What up, bro? Said, appreciate you taking some time out here, Slick. Good looking. Much love, Corey. Yeah, that. Mother Rock Studios, what up? What up, Francisco? All the way from Mexico. Good looking on dropping in. So, a couple things that I mean, I want I want to talk about. I know you got the new album, Twenty Three Blocks. Shit is dope. I mean, you've been dropping albums since I mean, two thousand one, two thousand and two. I mean, I got f- first put onto you on your first album, Triggeration Station. I just want to hear a little bit like about that. Like, I know I've heard the stories and I've heard the rumors. But I want to hear about like how the hustle took place and how that album actually like came to fruition. You don't got to talk about how everything, you know, how the money was made, but just talk about the hustle in general. Well, what I'll say is this, bro. You know, in the beginning, homie, it wasn't a lot of a lot of people to look up to or, or get inspiration from making that first album because, you know, coming from San Diego, it's only a couple names that ever had any type of success outside of you know just local stuff but um it was just um me and my crew was trying to get our voice in damn i really was trying to get it right so y'all can see me yeah was trying to get our point across on me and it was just about representing the neighborhood in the, in the beginning bro you know what i mean 
And so uh, me and a couple of homies came together. Shout out to my homie, uh, Romy Rome. Um, up out of Dago and the big homie Scorface. It was a few other homies that came together, Black Reese. You know what I'm saying? A, lo a lot of homies that came together to to motivate me to, to get on top of this. You know what I'm saying? And it was out the mud. It wasn't no deals, homie. It, it was nothing. I, mean, I made a mixtape in bottom-up studios with the homie Scarface. And from there, it just went to, um, you know, the homies believing in me. Took my project uh, to the big homie DJ Jam, which is Dr. Dre's DJ at the time. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Dre is Snoop Dogg's original first DJ, tour DJ and all that. And um, DJ Jam told us we need to go to L.A. And he hooked us up with Sir Jinx. You know what I'm saying? Sir Jinx being um, Dr. Dre's, you know, first little cousin, bro. And so I got the game, the West Coast history in the lacing you know from the from the top really because i learned i didn't really know know too much about the underground shit and the independent route i learned everything from a cat that was already making major moves and was used to working with major budgets and i think that's a lot of the reason why the album in the beginning like far as sonically to the ears of the consumers was a success and, and also labeled you know it's like a street classic now because i got laced from the top down you know what i'm saying i got really gamed up like we mixed all those records on the same the same type of programs and i mean not programs because it wasn't programs at the time but we mixed those records on me on ssl boards you know what i'm saying on two inch reels and shit the independent artists wasn't doing at the time and that's the reason why it's classic now and sound like because i really put a, a major industry effort into creating an independent album you know what i mean and for anyone who goes and listens to it right now, Triggeration Station, go download it on Apple Music. That, almost 20 years ago, and it, it'll still knock right now. I mean, I, I still listen to it, you know, all the time. I was bumping it, you know, last couple of days, getting ready for this, and it still knocks right now, 20 years old. And, I mean, shit is dope. Like, I mean, that was, the th that was what put me on to you in the beginning. And then the Strong Arm Robbery, I mean, number one, um, when you came out with number two, I don't even remember uh, you and Dom Moo, like it came out years later, but I remember you guys had a DVD and uh, got to get a little behind the scenes and talk, talk about the relationship with Dom Moo and talk about that first strong arm robbery, like mixtape that you guys put out. Cause that, that shit was dope and you can still knock it today. And I just remember like on that DVD, like it just seemed like a dope ass time to be putting a project together. That, that's all I remember from what I saw. Well, for the San Diego history, we got a homie that's that's got a lot of history with us, and and it got a big hand in making sure. Can you hear me good, bro? Yep, you're good. All right, they they had a hand in actually bringing a lot of them talents and a lot of them you know projects to the forefront. And I was the homie Nemo. Nemo started out with the wet cast CDs. He was just doing a you know mixtapes and shit, and then it went on to sickness sickness records. I don't know if, if if a lot of cats remember sickness or know about sickness. But Sydney was Sickness was a big hip hop website, and a lot of the artists on there and that was featured on there was from San Diego. And Nemo just got at us and said, "Homie, why don't y'all put together a mixtape?" You know what I mean? And we wasn't really that at that time. We wasn't that technical, bro. We were just, you know, having fun, representing the neighborhoods and all. And with me and Damu both being from, I'm waiting for that lady to shut up. <laughs> yeah. And so basically, me and Damu being from neighboring neighborhoods, you know what I'm saying? Damu is from a neighborhood that's like, you know, right next door to mine. 
He from he from he from you know over there by Southcrest Park, and that ain't nothing but you know shit a few blocks away from Lincoln Park, and um, it was a brother thing. So we was basically representing our neighborhoods on them albums, not even knowing to the extent of what we was creating. You know what I mean? But it was just giving you a full picture of our city. And when I talk to people, hey, can you hear me with this lady talking, bro? Yeah, you're good. I mean, she's annoying, but you're good. We, I can still yeah, hear yeah, you. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, you know, Mitchie Slick is everywhere, homie. It don't stop, bro. You feel me? Grinding, so, grinding. So look, homie, we was basically showing a vivid ass picture of what it was like to be in a new city that people wasn't really familiar with, far as on the hip hop scene. And once they figured it out, bro, they was like, okay, these cats got some shit to talk about, bro. You know what I mean? These cats right here is doing their thing, and they out in the streets just like any other major cities cats, if not even more. You know what I'm saying? Like, we took you on a ride from 50, from 58 all the way to, to 35th, homie. We showed a picture on those mixtapes, and then the DVD came out, and then after that, that was it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you had any clue about, you know, was it active, was it real real scene in san diego you got a bar on that on that dvd and y'all can go look it up now it's on youtube now it's a strong on robbery dvd and it showed basically all the players in the game at the time and and it's a trip and i'm even still doing this shit 20 years later because a lot of cloud cats ain't got an opportunity to do that but to look back and see the history homie and see the foundation and just know that this cat rapping now it might not even damn near been born when that shit came out you know what i mean that, that, <laughs> I didn't have that. I couldn't go look back on the history of what made, you know, made my city, you know, crap towards rap and all that shit. But I'm just happy to be able to have put that out then. We didn't know what we were doing, bro. And it means so much more now that we did that shit to show the history, homie. That, that, like, man, I, man, if I was a young artist today from San Diego, man, that would be the Bible to me, homie. Just the, the, those projects and that shit that was going on would be a hip-hop Bible for San Diego because the foundation is there, you know what I mean? Strong on robbery one. Hell yeah, and uh, I mean, everything independent, just like you said, I mean, I, I know you took, I know you said that you uh, took a page out of Master P's book, you know, and definitely. Uh, just had to keep grinding, and that's what I respect, you know, out of everything. I mean, I People who are watching right now who know me know that, I mean, I, I didn't come from a silver spoon. Like, it was funny, just a little backstory, like back when Nemo was doing this thing and the, the back cave was what it was. Like, I was the guy right. who lived five minutes away who was like, come over here real quick and bring something through. So it was uh, a lot of a lot of good times going on in there, that's for sure. Yeah, you know you know what it was, homie? That shit was like, man, it, it, the waves was being made right then. You know what I'm saying? That's when it was going down. Yes, yep, and I, and uh, I mean the mixtape era. I mean that that's when it was getting crazy. Like when you put out the double XL, like volume one, two, and three. I, I mean th those were some. I mean the volume one. I, I mean nothing against number two and three, but volume one, like that was one that was just like it could stand my my deck for days and uh, just not come out because every every remix you guys did was so much doper than the original. It, it never came out. Top, Talk about that one, because, I mean, that's probably one of my favorites that you've done, even though it is a mixtape. The craziest shit on me is at the time, that's what everybody was doing. They was, they was re-rocking everybody's songs. You know, we was listening to 50 Cent do the shit, and we was just jumping in, homie. At the time, like I said, we really were rappers at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we was all serious about doing the rap shit, but we wasn't really, like, 
critiquing industry when we was making them songs. We were just going in, knocking shit out. We need, we need a studio and be right back in the streets getting to it. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> but um, you you can hear the authenticity of 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 what we was doing and what we was going through in, in, in them songs. You know what I mean? It just set up the um, it set up the foundation, homie, for me to have the legacy that I made. You know what I'm saying? And 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 you gotta listen to it, bro. You gotta know when you're hearing the mixtapes right here, you're not listening to rappers, homie. You listening to real soldiers. You feel me? So that's what that's what makes the mixtapes a little bit different than all the rest of the shit that was coming out at the time. You know what I mean? And I mean, I know in every city around America, it ain't like that where, you know, you got a bunch of real people putting out a bunch of real music and it like turns you off to anything that's on the radio at all. Cause you know, that shit ain't real. And I mean, so I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to say thank you from me to you just because of all the, all the music that you gave me over the years. And I know there's a lot of homies who are watching right now and who bumped your shit. Like, and I mean, it's, it's not, you know. It's all races, it's all colors, and San Diego is probably one of the bigger, like, you know, melting pots out of a bigger city. And uh, I mean, yeah, man, your, your shit's been knocking for years, and I like that you're always putting younger people on and uh, using your stage to, you know, just keep putting on people from where you came from, not like some of these people who take off and go somewhere else and, you know, just connect with a bunch of other people. Well, from the beginning, the whole mission was to um, basically represent what we have going on in San Diego to the rest of the country, you know what I mean? So th that that's where the passion was. It wasn't really directed towards people in neighboring areas, and it was directed to the whole country, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We wanted the whole country to know that we got shit too, homie. I mean, so that's where the motivation came from, like, like with Master P. When I saw Master P doing it, and I saw why he was being successful, and I saw that, he didn't have to depend on being from a, a city that's known for putting out artists like Compton or like New York or like, you know, even uh, Houston and saw that he built his shit off of his hustle, his family, his homies, and the fact that they didn't have to go to nobody to make that happen and they did it out their own pocket. And the fact that he was successful because of people knew that he did it like that and knew that he was real and people could vouch for him in the streets oh i said where do i sign up at homie it's my turn because they're gonna vouch for me in my city you know what i'm saying we out here going crazy right now <laughs> hell yeah and uh and i even um i know a lot of a lot of people who may be watching this right now you might not even know about the strong arm robbery or um and uh that that was uh i mean that was crazy for me and not strong arm robbery, but, um, the exit uh, strong arm, steady, strong arm, steady with exhibit and crowned on and fill the ag. And I loved watching that strong arm, steady DVD. And it always made me laugh how they all described you, you know, fill the agony is this crowned on is this, but everyone said the same thing about Mitchy slick. And that's why I was like, yes, yeah, because Mitchy slick is real. And everyone knows he's real. Yeah. Um, a lot of cats, there are Mitchy Slick fans. They don't know about the Strong Arm Steady Mitchy Slick shit. And then a lot of cats is Strong Arm Steady Mitchy Slick fans. They kind of not that familiar with. Now over the years, you know, they've become to be, you know, more familiar. But man, Strong Arm Steady for those that know, don't know, was a group that was put together by Exhibit, and it consisted of me, Phil the Agony, and Condon. It was four of us in the group, 
and we was a branch off of the liquid crew shout out to all uh you know the alcoholic homies you know tash uh east swift you know what i'm saying shout out to all the liquid homies uh king t you know what i mean these cats um pretty much let me come in and be an extended family even though i wasn't from l.a and they brought me in homie and at, at, at that point you know if you know anything about them cats it's about real raps so it's even something just to even even be a part of that crew on the west coast because that's that's pretty much stepping that you're not just a rapper you're an mc you know what i mean and so with cron and phil and exhibit that was like maybe like three to four years into you know my career and that was what introduced me to the mainstream you know what i mean and that's what got me like touring doing tours that's what got me out the country you're you know germany and you know all over denmark and all, all that stuff you know what i'm saying so if if you listening you will hear the difference i'm, I'm mitchy slick is not just you know one dimensional artist you know i hop on songs with slick quali and 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 um and uh who else man you know real mc cats you know what I'm saying um hip-hop cats you know cat even though even the west coast the far ruin chase infinite and these was all my my rhyme buddies homie that really laced me on the other side of the game which had me more universal and able to travel outside the country and able to do songs with other people and really just taught me the game for real because if you in san diego homie you ain't really going to learn about the real rap industry because we, it's not really there even to even now 20 years later still ain't got no mega artist to blow up out of san diego and that's because how the people are there how they understand the game you know what i'm saying and the fact that we i don't know if san diego really believe that it's a real superstar that could come out of san diego and it's a trip because it'll be cats that they look up to and they love and they come to san diego and the san diego cats are you know give them their roses and love the shit out of them and then them same dudes would be bowing down to me talking about i'm the guy you know what i'm saying and it's a trip that my own city just look at me like the homie but i mean you know they everybody really know me personally so i can't really blame them for that but it's a trip because that you slick everywhere homie and, it's, and and when i get out of town homie the love and the respect is is a is, is little bit more you know apparent you know what i'm saying i don't know what it's about but i kind of think it's because everybody knows slick Oh, that's that's bro. That's unk. You know what I'm saying? It is. I know, what it is, I, but you know. And I know how I know how that goes for sure. And uh, right up. I mean, I love that you're going out of town. You do everything out of town because, yeah, for whatever reason in San Diego, like people will support you. But I don't know. It, it's weird when uh, I, I know what you mean because even at what I'm doing, fantasy football, like yeah, there's a bunch of people who are in my city and my town who want who like what I'm doing, but. Then I got people in New York who are like really, really supporting me. You know, like Crazy. my homie Antonio, if he's on here, like, I mean, he's someone who shows love like nobody in my city has ever showed, you know? Right so, up. I mean, it's just, I, I know what you mean by that. And I don't know what it is. San Diego needs to catch up with that and start showing love for the real ones. Yeah, but but the thing is, is it's going to pay off for everybody once they do it. Homie, if we have four or five platinum artists in San Diego, it'd be so much good shit, so much fun shit so much financial shit circulating for everybody and all it takes is the same support that say for instance the bay yeah they artists and i like to make an example for the young cats so they can see or for the dj so they see when you watch the uh e40 and the two short battle you know the verses they had slow poke up there and, and i'm pretty sure it was slow poke and then the homie la rue 
do you notice, bro? They didn't play not one single record that wasn't a Bay record. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They rep the Bay. They you go to the Bay. I don't give a who you are. You want to respect your local artists because the city's going to make you respect them. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. They know that mean, when they go ahead. And Mac Dre, I mean, that's someone who I mean. Out of everybody always doing it independent, that's someone who I was always, you know, looking up to just because the way he was doing it. And he was always putting everyone on from wherever he was from. And it, it may have not just been Vallejo, but just everywhere around the Bay. Straight up, homie. All real spill. That was my brother, Mac Dre. Me and Mac Dre was my big homie. And uh, I got introduced to Mac Dre from my big homie, Schoolyard, Schoolyard, and um, Ray OG, and and uh you know boogie boogie nights g homies from my neighborhood was all in the pen with that break and digs and big dot and all them when they went down on that 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 shit that bank robbery shit with the romper room shit and that yep. time that they spent in the penitentiary with the big homies my homies was really close to them made a relationship with them and when they all got out they made sure that me and mac dre hooked up and we got together and, and the friendship was real you know Hell yeah, man. That that's dope. I mean, the only ones who I really heard collabing with Mac Dre was uh Lil C S and uh I mean at least on on you know on a record. And right. uh and I think Mac Dre was on that that Sugar Free and uh the Secret Congregation. And I mm-hmm. think that's all I that's all I heard, the connection to San Diego, but that's dope that uh that 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 the connection was there though with San Diego. I, w- I went to the studio to work with Mac Dre, homie, and the studio was so lit, and we had so much fun during that time that I swear my on my mama, I put the headphones and got in front of the mic. He put the headphones and got in front of the mic, and we never even finished our verses, homie. That's on my <laughs> daughter, bro. It was so cracking around Mac Dre. It was a party everywhere Mac Dre was at. You feel me? And if I'd have known, like you never know, homie. If I'd have known it was really on my rap shit, which I wasn't, because we was just doing it from the hip, I'd have made sure we got that song done. You know what I'm saying? But we we never we never got that done. But shout out to my to to Kilo, Kilo Kurt, and all them, because he even gave me a song, original song, unreleased song, for me to jump on and do after Mac Dre was dead, homie. And for some reason, I just I don't know, homie. I mean, I know I'm worthy of it, but I just felt like, you know, I would have rather touch that while he was here. I'm going to go tap in with him again. If this still ain't out, you know, I might just do it for the hell of it. But I just I just felt like it was so sad that I had to leave. I still got it right now just sitting in my computer. You know what I mean? But shout out to Mac Dre, the whole Fizz camp, and all the homies up there. Them is my, them is my brothers. Uh, uh, Sleep Dank, them my brothers. I don't walk all through the layer with them cats on me. Out of, you know what I mean? I got a lot of respect and a lot of love for them cats up there. And I know that uh, if anybody's going to push you to do it, I might push you a little bit because I think that would be dope as fuck. And I know that, you know, I mean, I don't think you would do it in a disrespectful way to where you wouldn't do it as like honoring him. So I don't know. I mean, if anyone would think it was anything like that, like I, I already know that. No, I got the stamp. I got the stamp from the big dog. So it would never be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I mean, I'll, I'll put. I'm gonna push you a little bit because that would be dope as fuck. I'm not gonna lie, because I, I, I know that there was a connection to Mac Dre. I just know that there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, there wasn't a lot of music put down with uh, San Diego collaborations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that was bro, though. That was big bro. So I, one of my homies who's probably on here right now, Martin, um, heavy. Uh, I, I mean, I. 
I'm Mexican and uh, you know, I, I got to rep what I am. And uh, I, I, he wanted me to ask you, you know, where's the black and brown relations and collaborations when it comes to rap, at least in the San Diego game or just like, j just in general, like where, where's, where's the relations that you've had? Cause I know, I know you've rapped with a little bit of everybody, anybody and everybody almost. Um, you already know San Diego. We, we don't, we don't play that, bro. Like, I probably, I probably damn near got a song with half, half of the Mexican artists in Dago. Right now, the most recent collabs I've been doing have been with Little Griefo. You know what I'm saying? But I, you know, I got, I got, I got songs with all, all the SA uh, rappers in, 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 in some in LA, San Diego. I just did something with Mr. Criminal too up LA. You know, what I'm and Mr. Criminal got a record out. Me, Mr. Criminal, and the homie Jay Stone from All Money In. We got one on Mr. Criminal album. So, homie, and, and I'm looking at the young cats. It's thriving, homie. As a matter of fact, like I, even even on another level, not collabing, but just on an executive level, man, I was working with a few cats trying to get a few cats on in San Diego. From I don't work with Sethi and you know got Sethi shows and shit, you know through uh through uh my my management company. I work with Arben and and um and um and um the little homie, little weirdo. You know what I'm saying? You know I distribute some um. Some uh, um smoky badass uh, a smoky badass records something it's 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 no color lines when it comes to this Dago rap shit you know what I mean? Yep, and that's one thing that I've always respected about you. Like as much as like you know, back in the day the colors might have might have been a thing. I mean, it seemed that it was always about the money, no matter what. And like you and Cricket collaborating, like I mean, <laughs> and from the opposite you know, side. Bro. Of Talk about talk about cricket real quick, because that was some of the best shit that uh, that I'll still listen to right now. Was when you and him were putting it down. Me and cricket got a, a song out right now, homie, called "Blurt" with Damu. You see that? That's Brims, that's Lincoln, that's Fodies all together. Me and cricket, homie, been friends since kids. Cricket went to Lincoln with us. So if you know anything about Southeast, if you from Lincoln Park or or Brims or even Emerald Hills, the junior high school is Gompers. Gompers is in Cripphead, homie. You feel me? And just it could be it could be three movies alone, three whole scripts alone, talking about the stories from 13, 14 year old blood trying to get to school in middle school, homie, going to Gompers, homie. It's a serious thing. And then you gotta realize, but when it's high school time, they gotta come to Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when the hey look, when the punches hurt more. <laughs> they they got to come to Lincoln. So it's just a rite of passage, homie, growing up in that area over there, man. And Cricket was always over there with us. Cricket went to Lincoln with us. Cricket was our homie then. Cricket used to walk home from school with us after school with his blue dicky suit on and shit to come to the house with us back then. That been broke, you know, the whole time. So when it was time to make music, homie, it already went down. Just a little history fact for the young cats. Cricket was in a, in a, in a group called Crush Foundation. And Crush Foundation was him, um, the homie Incredible Zig, which is from my neighborhood, and rest in peace, DJ Slow Motion, which is my best homeboy, Bubba's big brother. And bro, it always been fam. Cricket always been with us. So it wasn't new once we, once we start really doing this. You know what I mean? Shout out to my bro, though. Yep, and I and I heard uh, it, it wasn't nice for him when he first got to Lincoln, right? Like I, I don't know all the stories or anything, but I heard he had to he had to prove himself real early, and that's how he got his respect over there. Well, what it was was cricket ass was a Golden Glove boxer in the fucking ninth, <laughs> tenth, eleventh grade and shit like that. 
So, and Cricket always was a cool dude, you feel me? So, while everybody else was trying to prove and show, Cricket knew he had hands and he, he kind of was a chill, mellow cat at the school. So, wasn't nobody really tripping off Cricket. And, you know, if you wanted it, you wanted it with Cricket, he'd give you the fair one, but he wasn't looking for it. So, Cricket got to really slide through and do his thing. And we and we already fucked with Cricket before because Cricket was known as an MC back then. So, niggas was already on Cricket, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's funny how the stories get blown up, you know, out of proportion as it makes its way to the next uh, person that they get told to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight up. Yeah, he used to go through it a little bit, though. I ain't gonna lie, he used to go through it. Comes with the territory, I guess. The Southeast, and, uh, homie. The Southeast. Ain't no joke. And I know you got to get going soon. I got, like, a couple more questions. Um, no, I know that. Take uh, your time. Take your time. We're going to run it all the way to the end. For sure, for sure. So, a newer album that you came out with, P, uh, PTSD. What'd that come out with, 2018? Yeah, PTSD. That was an album, homie, that was basically marijuana uh, subject-based. And I think a lot of people slept on that album. But it's, 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 it's some classic records on that album, homie. Uh, uh, stressed Out, PTSD. Uh, even a dope-ass record, homie. Um, produced by uh, Selfage from San Diego. This is a dope-ass production crew uh, that made a dope-ass beat for me and Nick Cannon, man. We got a song on there called Brain Food, and people slept on that record, video and everything. But if you tap in right now, believe me, man, I was on uh, that new platform the other day, and um, what's that, Clubhouse, right? Yeah. And it was some, uh, I was in a group about mental health. And a couple of, couple of people that was in there was, um, college instructors at hbcus and just from being on there and them finding out about the album they they they, they use them, that album as curriculum in the next semester for their classes and shit man because i'm i'm it's so it's such a deep album but it wasn't deep for us it's just regular southeast shit you know what i'm saying but it's talking about all the shit they got to do with ptsd and just as a note just to give you know cats that ain't tapped in a bar they say you're more likely to um, suffer from PTSD growing up in impoverished communities than you are from coming back from Iraq. You know, and I have I haven't even been through as much as I mean a lot of people have been through. But I'll still tell you, if there's police sirens that are behind me, like it, it don't matter if you know it's behind me or just around me. Like shit kicks in, and people don't think that that's real. But that's why we got to keep smoking weed. <laughs> Man, that's what the album about, homie. I, I give a shout out to all the brands. I think, tell you the truth, I think that PTSD album might have been a couple years before its time, due to the fact that you know that the, the cannabis game is 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 new, so to speak, but it's growing so fucking fast and it's changing so fast to where that I think the shit I was talking about two three years ago on PTSD album. I think the cats might get it more today because I was ahead of my game with it. I ain't just your regular average stoner like I, i've been invested in the game for like the last six years shout out to my homeboy jr budman over there uh at budman gardens i'll follow him on instagram he one of the dopest growers if not the dopest grower in san diego and he responsible for that killer og strain trigger station you feel me hell yeah and uh, i mean 420 is what brings people together. I mean, most of the people that fuck with me on my channel is because I'm here talking about fantasy football, smoking weed, just, you know, regular, regular dude, you know, not trying to be a, a nerd about it, just keeping it real. And I mean, shit, even the way when me and you connected, I mean, 
at this point, it was probably like 15 years ago. I don't even think I was 20 years old, but I was trying to put you on game about the medical card, you know, because I was kind of new. And I mean, <laughs> that shit was brand new for me when I went in 2004, even though it yeah. already been around for like eight years. Yeah, man. The game is something else, man. I'm not there in o- Oklahoma and shit, you know what I'm saying? Getting the bar, they shit because they just new to it as well. I'm trying to set up out there, homie, and I'm bringing a brand to Oklahoma right now. I'm bringing the Trigger Racing Station brand and Clovis brand to Oklahoma City right now. That's where I'm at right now. I'm finna, I'm finna go to Denver right quick, but I've been in Oklahoma putting this brand together, man, and I'm trying to see what I can do, man, to see if I can't like a whole Oklahoma state to the California weed culture. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a beautiful thing. No, I mean, nobody really knows. Like, I mean, if you if you haven't been here to California, I mean, I don't know. The Bay Area is different than SoCal. I mean, I, I still think I got to be biased towards the SoCal weed and the OGs and nothing against the purple and the cookies, but I just feel like, you know, it, it's different. It's different. I need something to uh, knock me down a little bit when uh, <laughs> when it's time to relax, not uh, not lift me up a little bit. Shout out somewhere. I mean, where where are you connect? I, I know that you're like repping a bunch, a bunch of different brands in the you know in the four twenty in the four twenty space. What are a couple of brands that you're affiliated with, or you know partners in, or you know that you guys are taking it like legit, you know, to the level that it's supposed to be. Uh oh, I lost you. I can't hear you. Nope, I can't hear you. Uh oh. Still nothing. Could be the headset. Headset die, maybe. Technical difficulties. We'll be right back. Tahoe G with the wifey. There we go. About to smoke some presidential OG. And uh, I'm sure we'll be back in a second. But this is dope so far, man. I've been a fan for a long time. So I'm glad I got to hear some of the uh, some of the behind-the-scenes shit. Loving it. Where's the 420 crew at? Let's get a bowl going. Let's get a bowl going. We back right here? There we go. Can you hear me? Yep, I can now. We good. All right, homie. Yeah, so like I said, Budman Gardens. Um, I got the homie Gorilla Leaf. That's the homie Trub with Gorilla Leaf. Can you hear me still? Yep, you're good. I'm about to smoke this bowl while you're talking about uh talking about it. Uh yeah, these is brands that we can all came together with, homie. And um my OK my OK um Oklahoma City and Tulsa brand that I'm rocking with is um is Clovis, homie. It's Clovis gas, homie. And um, I did a lot of work with a lot of companies. Shout out to the homie Burner, you know what I'm saying? Burner, my bro. He be endorsing it, you know, giving props up to uh, to the brand and to my grower every time he come to San Diego. Uh, everything now is basically going to take off now because it's been kind of tricky doing this shit, man, without being able to, um, you know, be legal. But everything is legal now. Everything we rocking is legal, you know what I'm saying? No more black market shit, you know what I'm saying? We trying to do it by the books. And um, yeah, man, you could you can go to my Instagram too. It's a Trigger Racer Station, OG. I mean Trigger Racer Station. Yeah, just Trigger Racer Station, and then Trigger Racer Station. Ran. Along with that, bro, I got a couple clothing lines I'm working on too right now. 
And our new brand I got coming out is DPO, uh, Depot. And I'm doing that with my fam over there at Fresh Yard. I don't know if you know about Fresh Yard in San Diego, but we've already done a few collaborations as far as, uh, you know, merch and shit. And uh, me and Don Moof gonna smack them with a crazy merch collection right now with a CD, a poster, a T-shirt, dope-ass house shoes, homie. Uh, you know, the Corduroy Gangster house shoes, homie. And I'm doing that uh, collab with the homie at uh, Original Good Stock. I don't know if y'all heard about Original Good Stock, but that's one of the brands in Dago, Fresh Yard. Original good stock. Them, them is my them is my team members, man. And we, we finna hit them with some real fun collectible shit to go along with that 23 blocks album that I just dropped, you know. And a lot of the shit right now, I mean, I don't know, as far as like clothing, like I know people are into a different style, but I mean, just bring that shit that you know you grew up on that I grew up on. Like, I mean, that that's what pe- I mean. Yeah, young people are going to adapt to that because that's just just a lot better than what it is right now. Like, I mean, it just is what it is. <laughs> hey, man, you gotta let the youngs do what they do, and then you gotta let the G's do what they do, and that's how. That's why when you listen to this album I made um, with Don Moo, homie, we, we ain't no old niggas trying to play young. Nah, man, we made an album for all the G bodies, homie. We made an album for the El Camitos, the Cutlasses, the Regals. The Impalas, homie, that's what this new album is about. We ain't, we ain't running from being G's, homie. From, I'm embracing it, homie. And that shit's fire. So if you haven't heard his new album, 23 Blocks, you better go get that right now on Apple Music. Just go search it, 23 Blocks. But I've been listening to it for a while. I mean, ever since it dropped. So, I mean, all your new shit, like, I'm, I'm always right. on it. Uh, yeah, you're still you're still repping, and I, I got I to gotta keep repping you and wherever I'm at. Appreciate you, homie. And I want to give a shout out, homie, to my Lincoln Hornets, homie. You know, I'm a big advocate, homie. You know, that's the high school I went to. That's the high school I played football at. And right now, I think we got the 10th most, uh, you know, uh, alumni that went to the NFL, homie. So we heavy on the football shit over there in the Southeast at Lincoln High. And I just want to promote to all the young athletes that grew up in Southeast San Diego to stay at home and play for your neighborhoods, neighborhood schools. Not like it's a bad thing to play for the other schools, but I think it's a better thing to play for the schools in the communities where you come from, you know what I mean? Because that, that way, the coaches that coach you and Pop Warner and all that, they get credit for what they put into you instead of coaching you and teach you how to play football. And now that you're great, you go get that, you know, get that, that skill to another school that's not really, you know what I'm saying, really, really that invested in your success. They just really care more about their success because they don't really know you. Like your family know you, but we on some keeping the keeping the talent at home right now. Shout out to Lincoln High School football right now and Coach Dunn for doing the thing that he's been doing, bro, the last few years. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, there's been talent coming out of San Diego forever. I mean, you can go all the way back to Marcus Allen, you know, Reggie Bush. I mean, there's just been people coming out for a long time. And I know San Diego State doesn't have the best rep, but if, if you're a good running back, you can still get put on the map. They've still had running backs drafted in the first round in the NFL. So, I mean, I don't think you got to shy away from San Diego State just because it doesn't have the big-name recognition. Yeah, man. And plus, if you – you know, San Diego State is a good school for a fast, smaller running backs, the type of running back style they have. So that basically like a California-style running back. You can, you, can, you can do a lot going to San Diego State. But just for the record, I know some people on here that don't know or don't listen, but yeah, Marcus Allen went to Lincoln High School. You know, Terrell Davis went to Lincoln High School. It's a lot of cats that went to Lincoln. That's you know, Hall of Famers, bro. You know what I mean? Straight up. 
So yeah, we over here, we over here breeding monsters, man, at Lincoln High. Anybody who we need to be on the lookout for uh, as far as like high school prospects, uh, college prospects right now that are coming out of San Diego, specifically uh, Lincoln, any that you can throw on the map right now because most people here are sports fans. If not, they're here to watch you specifically, but most of my people are sports fans, fantasy football fans. I'm trying to put people on to San Diego, people that might be on their team in a couple years. Right now, homie, we're doing an incredible job of getting our boys to bigger schools, homie. Right now, we got a little, little young. I can't call him little no more, man. He didn't got a swole on now, homie. Don Chapman, <laughs> starting safety at North Carolina Tar Heels, homie. The starting safety at North Carolina is 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 Don Chapman. Also, last year we had a little, we had a little true freshman break the chalk at Miami Hurricanes. Keyshawn Smith, these my little nephews, homie, ballers. And this year, graduating. We got Herman Smith, which is going to be going to um, uh, Deion Sanders. Came and snatched up a couple of our little cats and took them out there to what is that? What is that? Uh, what is that? Morgan, I think Morgan State, or I think that's where they at right now. And then uh, shout out to the homie Vernon. He over there. Go and, ahead. Um, go ahead. And um, um uh oh, I can't hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yep, you're good. Yeah, that was cricket calling me. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Deion Sanders came and snatched a couple of our boys up, and then um, we got the homie Vern coaching at Idaho right now, and uh, we got he snatched up a um, yeah, uh, uh, um, a few a little Williams from our from from Lincoln, and a few of our boys, man. We got a lot of cats to look out for. They everywhere, man. Charles, uh, we got the little what is it, the little homie Charles over there at. Uh, Naomi, man, the list could go on. We got a thousand kids at a D1s right now, bro. We doing our thing right now. You know what I mean? Well, there we go. Kids. It's coming from everywhere, man. San Diego's producing a lot of talent, and hopefully they make it they to the league and just keep putting it on the map even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we right here, homie. We tapping in, homie, to the um, to the to the to the to the to the NFL circuit, most definitely. And that's one of the main things we got. We might not got no super big rappers. But Super big actors or super, but we got some ballers though. Straight up, we got ballers. <laughs> there we go. However, San Diego gets put on the map, it don't matter. We need that, bro. We need that. <laughs> so, uh, last last thing I want to ask you about is uh, the connection to the Bay with uh, with Messi, and that'll be the um, love that album that you guys came out with. Um, I just want to hear about a little bit of the backstory behind that. Uh, me and Messi's kind of like. We was like pretty much like representing the same type of way with the same type of uh, energy at the time. You know what I'm saying? And again, Nemo, again, shout out to the homie Nemo, put that together. Said, hey, check it out, man. Y'all need to do an album together. Homie. And then there we go. Another classic like like Messy Slick is one of the one of the top albums to come up out the bay during that time right there, homie. And that's been my brother ever since. I've been trying to fuck with him. I know he done had a few falls and been in jail and all that shit, but that's my nigga, man. We actually recorded that album at my pad in Vegas. Mess flew to the house and stayed with me for a couple of days. And we just got that album. And it's a trip because when you're doing this shit, you don't really know the impact that some of these projects is going to make. So you be asking for the science to all this shit. It wasn't a whole bunch of science. It was just like, oh, another real nigga with another nigga pulling up. We working. And then the shit turned into be this classic, big, great shit later on. But you don't know what you're doing when you're doing it. You know what I mean? So how long from start to finish recording time did it take to record that album? Because you just made it seem like it took a couple days. 
We did, just like the album with me and Damu. Now, all the touches and fixing it and mixing and mastering is one thing, but the recording process, shit, man, I'll knock an album out with a homie in a couple of days, you know what I'm saying? And not no bullshit. Like, the albums would be like classic type shit. Take a couple of days in the studio and then, you know, then you got to go wiggle and do all the shit, add the features and all that. And that's what's together for like a couple, like two, three days and knock that album out, you know? And that's hustler shit, man. Like you got, you got to go do shit. And I mean, you got limited time to record. And so, I mean, that that's dope. And that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get you on here. Cause j- just right there, putting out a knocking album and recording time is just a couple days. And that's hustler now shit. We, now we do this. And I learned that from young man. Like in the beginning, I used to take my time and, you know, take my time to do the work. And then I flew Yuck Mouth in to do a feature. That nigga came and got my money and was back on the plane in an hour. I was like, Dude, okay, okay, I got to learn how to do this shit, man. And then later on, later on, that's how I learned. I hit a city, bro, and I have five cats that want to do a feature today. Shit, you ain't no time sitting up playing and all that shit. Knock them down. I missed out on $3,500 one day, and I was sick because I wasn't recording fast enough. Ever since then, I don't play no more. And if there's one thing people know about me, I don't try to leave no money on the table. So I feel that. Never. Man, well, I think that's a good note to end it on. Man, I, I just gotta say thanks for coming on, big bro. Uh this was uh this was good. I, I, I got to peel back the onion a little bit, get some behind the scenes, and I mean, it was the shit, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Well, anytime, homie. Let's go. We chop it up. And, you know, my story is so long, bro. You know, we could never do it in one 45-minute sitting. You know what I mean? So if you ever want to get it in again, just hit me and we're going to knock it down, bro. Hell yeah, man. I know you're going to have some albums dropping soon, so that's a good reason to get you on. So, yeah, man, uh, definitely want to get you back on again because I got a lot more questions. You know, that was just, you know, short little session, and that, that was some – all your albums, that's what I wanted to put people on because if you don't know who Mitchie Slick is, like – Go research them right now. Just go search it on YouTube, Apple Music. Um, some music that I grew up on, I mean, from being a teenager all the way until now. So, yeah, it is good shit, keeping it real. And, yeah, it's real shit. Like, I mean, that, that's the best way that I can describe it. It's real I got shit. A, I got a new one coming out called Everybody Hates Mitch, y'all. We getting, we getting down to the wire. I got, a, I got an album called Everybody Hates Mitch. It's coming out on Fresh Yard Records. And it's completely produced by the homie Sir Veterano, you know what I'm saying, from Northern Cali. And, um, you know, I got a few features on there. We're about to get 40 on this album, too, and shit. So, you know, it's going to be another classic made. And then um, check out for the soundtrack coming out on Cash Money for that new Nick Cannon movie that's coming out called She Ball. And I got a big song on there with Neo and Eric Bellinger that's probably going to be one of my biggest songs I ever made, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, shout out to the fam for for making that happen. Shout out to um to the homie um Trey Boogie too for, for producing the cut. And um we are doing big things. It don't stop on I ain't chasing that around like I was, but yes, sir, stuff keep coming my way. Yep. Hell yeah, man. So once again, thanks, bro. Uh we'll be talking again and uh hang on for two seconds just after this video and uh, got something to say to you real quick. But uh thanks right, everybody bro. for joining in and everybody who's watching it on replay. Uh make sure you share this with your friends, share the YouTube video out there. Um, yeah, go share it up, guys. I'll talk to you later. See you soon. Are you ready, Jim? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money.
Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind, yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the cheapy of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. Out here for a pill. Ain't no. Really trying to get this money for a real. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle.